So just for the podcast, can you tell everyone um, your name and how you came to know Dana? Okay, my name is uh, Diane Sheetka. Um, that's my married name. I was Diane Halliburra, uh from Cudworth, and uh, my dad worked at uh, Dana Rada for many years. But he started in the late 60s. Um, I'm not good at some of my dates because I was young <laughs> then. Um, I think he must have started in 1967 or 68, and he started in the kitchen, uh-huh. actually. And then he was there right till the end when um, it was um, closed. Uh-huh. That would have been 19, was that 1996? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, that's how long he was there. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, we grew, like, we was on a farm maybe about 25 minutes away, uh, like, just north of the base um, on Highway 2. Mm-hmm. So we lived on the turn off to Smuts off of Highway 2, and we were, you know, another 20 minutes from Cudworth. Mm-hmm. So, um when my dad started working there, I remember, uh, but I was young, I remember him, um, he, like I said, started in the kitchen. And one evening, I think it must have been a weekend, he brought home a lobster, and he had never, like a a lobster that was dressed, um, that was left over from some big fancy supper he was telling us about, that was an officer's supper. Mm-hmm. And so these lobsters were left over, and he got to bring one home. And uh, we have never, ever seen anything like that. <laughs> when he brought the, <laughs> the lobster home, he brought the try. <laughs> we, didn't know, we didn't know, like, well, how do you eat this thing? Like, yeah. It's, 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 like, we were, like, me and my brother would have been young. And even my dad didn't know how to how do we eat this thing? <laughs> so I just, I recall that was my first vivid re- remembrance of this, like, oh my God, what is this creature that dad brought home to eat for us to try? But he had started in the kitchen and he, he wasn't in the kitchen for long. Then he became in the janitorial service and that's where he always was. And would he, he go was, to, would he go to all the buildings? Like the school... And all, like um, every building, or no, he had he mostly was in the barracks actually. That oh. I think is what it's called mm-hmm. the barracks, yeah, and the kitchen, like oh, those buildings there. Okay. Um, I think um, Pete Lynchuk was at the school, Mr. Pete, but yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, Pete Lynchuk. Then there was also, you know, um, they had talked on their podcast, um. Uh, but the Beckmans, we knew, I knew them. I had met, like, the Beckmans I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember them coming to the farm, Beckmans, and picking. We had big straw, uh, raspberry patch, and they had picked raspberries. And I think we had chickens. I think we butchered chickens. So I knew them quite well. And, and Pete Lynchick actually lived on a farm not far from us. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also other guys from Cudworth that worked with dad, so they would uh, carpool. They would come to our farm and leave their vehicles and then go with dad or vice versa um, from our farm Mm -hmm. to go with. But um, the base was a big part of, it was 
my life. Like, I remember Dad packing us up on a Sunday um, to go to the store. The base had a store, the mm-hmm. grocery store. Uh, but they also had, like, other merchandise in there, too. I remember, like, Dad, the neatest stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Dad buying a little tiny portable TV and brought we brought that home and the groceries we, we would buy, but it was a treat to go mm. on the base mm-hmm. when we were little. And um, so I remember that. And then um, as we grew up, um, I remember that for some reason when I was in grade 7, that was the first time that the kids, the older kids, were buffed to Cudworth School. I don't know where they would have went before this, but somehow Cudworth ended up being the place where the high school kids from grade 7 to grade 12 uh, went to school. Mm-hmm. And they would come in the great big, this great big green bus. It was like the biggest bus. <laughs> and it, it would be full of these kids. And, like, we grew up, like, our class had five <laughs> of the base. We called them the base kids. Mm-hmm. That's what they were nicknamed. That's what they were. Mm-hmm. And they went to school with us. So, Do yeah, you remember any of their names? Um, like in my grade, um, yeah, there was Linda Petrie. Linda Petrie was my best friend. And there was uh, Colleen Ireland. And there was Mike Palmer. Um, there was um, there was one. She's now married to somebody in... Um, her home. I can't remember what her name, maiden name was, but I remember those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Colleen Ireland actually is married to somebody here in Saskatoon, so she lives here in Saskatoon. And um, and Linda Petrie moved. She married a base guy, <laughs> mm-hmm. one of the um, guys that was there. She married him, and they moved to Ontario. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, I've lost touch with her. And so we're, like, this year we're all turning 60. <laughs> so so then that's how I found out about you was one of my classmates put your podcast on our website that we kind of made here recently, like at the beginning of December, because we're all turning 60 this coming year, eh, mm-hmm. our class. And so we're trying to find everybody. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, listen to this, you guys. This is about the base. So that's how I contacted you actually because I'm you know we grew up us guys all grew up with the base kind of the base kids mm-hmm. <laughs> then when I graduated in grade 12 I took a dental assisting and I worked in a program called the Saskatchewan Dental Plan and I was stationed in Humboldt and one of my schools was the radar base um, we had to go there. I went with a team to go do dental work on little kids. The little kids, they were kindergarten to grade six. Oh, okay. And so I was there. Um, we were there for a week. There would be a dental therapist and there was two assistants. Mm-hmm. And um, we did work in, I remember the clinic. There was, we got to actually work on the basis dental clinic, but I can't remember which building it was in. Mm. So we, we came with our station wagon full of stuff, and we unloaded our stuff into the clinic and got to use, like, there was a dental chair in there and a light, 
a fully functioning clinic. But we brought our own stuff to work on the kids. And the kids would walk over, because I don't think it was very far. Hmm. They would walk off from school to this clinic. So while we were there, it was kind of neat. They told us that we were um, being treated as officers. We were temporary officers mm-hmm. of the base. And so then, of the like as guests, and so then we got to eat with the officers, I remember, for lunch. Like, it was cool. It was really cool yeah. to be. Yeah, they treated us like kings. And they said that we were temporary officers. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Yeah, so I remember that. It was really cool. I also know my uncle, somewhere in there, just before my dad retired, my uncle, he was a commissioner, and so he somehow ended up in the guardhouse. So he he also worked at the gate. I guess it was called the gate, Mm -hmm. where they... He was there for a few years. And my dad, in the end there, my dad became head janitor. Mm-hmm. So he um, he became like kind of a boss at the mm-hmm. end, I remember. So, yeah. And you so said uh, your, your brother? Your brother? My brother, too. So one what? summer, I remember, and me, me and my brother, my oldest brother, we were talking about the base. I think it was just recently, too, about our memories. And he he um, got a job as a driver of one of the vehicles on the bus one um, summer. It was a summer job. Mm-hmm. And so he was driving. He had to drive some sort of some sort of big week. He had to go to Saskatoon and pick this guy up from the airport. Some big shot came, mm-hmm. and, and he was an American. And so he had to drive him to the base. Mm. And um, he was there all day, this American captain or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know what, like a big shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then he had to take it back. And he got, they gave him a whole bunch of really cool things, like um, patches or something mm-hmm. that had like planes on them. Because my brother was really into planes. Yeah. It was like a special, a patch that he could sew on his jacket or whatever from this American captain or corporal or something mm-hmm. that came to visit the base. Mm-hmm. And he also drove the people back and forth that worked at the Gator. Now, that Gator place was like all hush-hush. It was outside of the base, mm-hmm. I think. It was like, I don't, nobody seemed to know what they did there. Mm-hmm. My dad my dad even said it was like top secret. <laughs> this place, this where guys were were shipped over, like just across the road, or it was half a mile down from the actual base, and they worked at this. This I think it was called Gator. Mm-hmm. It was nicknamed, or I don't know, but mm-hmm. it's some top secret piece of the base that mm-hmm. they that wasn't really nobody knew what went on there. Mm-hmm. I do know some really weird things. Um, I remember one time my dad came home twice. I remember twice my dad talking about um, they tracked, they called a UFO mm-hmm. twice, that the Air Force Base in Cudworth tracked an uh, un- unidentified flying object. Mm-hmm. And apparently one of those things, one of those uh, flying 
soft doorway they said was a UFO was actually seen by a lot of people in Bruno. Mm. Um, there was this, it was a light that um, a lot of people were phoning mm-hmm. the police. And apparently Dana Radar tracked it and they don't know what it was. Oh, cool. And my dad came home really excited one, one day from work saying, oh my God, the base <laughs> tracked this thing um, over, over, um, over Bruno. Oh, cool. Yeah, and that was in the, I would have been great chance because I was fascinated mm. by it. I thought, what? A real UFO? And and it was all, they, he said, yeah, that they didn't know what it was. And they were, they tracked it on their radar. And then there was another time that they tracked a UFO and they didn't know what it was. Mm. But it, it was talked about on the base. Yeah, I remember my dad talking about that. So that was cool. Yeah, you know, I thought, and that was really fascinating, especially the one in Bruno where a lot of residents saw something mm-hmm. that that time, and I think it was in the summer, mm. and it was early in the morning mm-hmm. when this UFO was seen in Bruno and tracked by Dana. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so I. That's kind of some of the memories and you that s- I remember. You said um, you made a best friend there, and you remembered oh, going yeah. on sleepovers? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Linda. Yeah, Linda Petrie. And she was my, yeah, I, I met her right away in grade 7. And she went, her family was at the base till grade 12. She graduated oh. there with, yeah, her family. I don't know what her dad did. Her dad was the one that was in the army and I don't remember what her mom did but um yeah I stayed with them in their little what are those homes <laughs> they were like little like they look like I don't know they were they were small mm-hmm. they were two or three bedrooms mm-hmm. houses they had there they yeah. all looked the same mm-hmm. a trailer they looked actually like a trailer that mm-hmm. they lived in and yeah I stayed there um a couple times but I can't remember if I went on the bus, but I must have. But then I, it was always a Friday night because I think my dad would pick me up or maybe my dad was working at the base. Mm-hmm. And so then I just would go home with him, I think, mm-hmm. is what I remember. I can't remember going on that bus. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, that was fun. It was fun staying there with her and going then went to the store, or, you know, like I was part of, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Do you do you remember a time when the base wasn't there, and how was that? Like what was, like when there was nothing when, there. Like before it was a base. Mm-hmm. No, that I don't remember. Okay. I just all of a sudden remember uh, the the earliest that like I said that I remember was I was really young when Dad. Because I was born in 1962, and my dad started there maybe 67. Okay. So um, I remember the lobster thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old I was then. I was, I'm not good at with dates. Or so if I was born in 1962 and he started 67, I would have been how old? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I was seven, six or seven maybe. Did your dad keep anything from, your dad, your brother, or your uncle keep anything from Dana? My dad got a whole bunch of stuff when he retired. 
retired, and he gave it to the Cudworth Museum. Right? Yeah, so the Cudworth Museum has my dad's stuff. Because my dad has passed away now. He's been gone for my mom. My mom was before this. She passed away, but dad's now gone five years. He passed away, yeah. And so when he retired, they get they honored him that those last days. My uncle, I don't remember what happened to his stuff. Hmm. So, so there's a museum in Cudworth with um, yeah. stuff from Dana in it? been back since it's closed? Um, so what happened in 1988? Um, well, when did it close? 1990, no, that was in 1996 it closed, right? I'm trying to remember dates here, right? <laughs> it, it was it closed in 1996. I, yeah, I'm, I have the date right in front of me. But you went, you, know, you went there shortly after it closed? Um, yeah, what happened was they were, I was getting married. Okay. In nine, and um, they were selling those, those trailers. And so some of them, the better ones, they moved them. And I don't know where they moved them to another base. I want to say Cold Lake, but I don't know. Cold Lake, Alberta. I don't know if those trailers went there, the better ones. And they had a whole bunch that they wanted to sell. And I don't remember who was selling them, but I remember my dad taking me and my husband to be went to look at a couple of them and we decided they were too much they were too much of a wreck, mm-hmm. the ones we were showing. Mm-hmm. So, um and they were like when I remember it now I thought, geez, you know, they look like a like I don't remember them so being so shabby because my girlfriend I remember Man, I thought she had a bed, like it was a palace, you know, and yeah. they stayed with her. And then looking at them, you know, then, I just like, oh, this, they were in rough shape. Hmm. So they were, so I think, I think whoever had bought it, they were trying to sell some of the stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I did, we didn't buy, mm-hmm. I didn't buy that trailer, me and my husband. So all the PMQs would have been on the streets and all the buildings would have been there and Yes. But everything was empty. So you just walk in. Yeah. Everything was empty. Yeah. Yeah. And and, what is that what they were called? PMQs? Yes. No, those little homes. Yeah. Trailers or PMQs. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they had uh, most of them were gone. I was shocked. You know, there was they only had baby they had not very many. There was maybe five or six left for sale, and the and they said that the better ones were shipped off to other Air Force bases. So before it became a buffalo farm, do you know if 
if people would just go up there and walk around or try to get into buildings or was it all fenced no. up right away or yeah it was pretty much it was owned by some company actually so the it was so fences and stuff probably. it was called it was called something actually hmm. some company kind of want they wanted to develop it was called Dana development or something okay that was kind of in charge of it and was selling off these as you said PMQs mm-hmm. but um, but everything else was there mm-hmm. apparently but we didn't go it was upsetting for my dad to to be back on there and to see it was short, like yeah I remember him being upset Aww. he being was back. Like, yeah. he was upset mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was emotional yeah so we didn't go I don't think we were allowed to go any farther than to see what to like to you know to buy one of these if we wanted to but um yeah so that's the last time I was ever on there Mm -hmm. except on there was and I don't know if that was the year after like you know a year later Mm -hmm. after they closed Mm -hmm. At this company or this develop it was called Dana Rated Development or something. Okay. Before they became a Buffalo Farm. Mm-hmm. So, and that was an M. That was one of our MLAs bought it as a Buffalo Farm. Ooh. With Joe Saxoner. Okay. And he was a MLA at the time. Mm-hmm. So he had bought it from this company. And where yeah, are you now? Oh, sorry. And no, where are you now? Where am I now? Mm-hmm. I, I work in Saskatoon as a oh, dental assistant with public health, kind of oh, the okay. same thing I did years ago. Mm-hmm. I work on kids' teeth mm-hmm. for, for um, the health authority. Yeah. Do you get to drive by Dana or Cudworth sometimes? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually, oh. yeah. I, yes, I, I, I do. Mm-hmm. And I, I look at it and think, wow, you know. And I always wondered what that gator place was about. <laughs> what the secrecy was all about. But that mm-hmm. other part of it that was away from the base. Because mm-hmm. guys were, were shipped there. Like, they had to work there. And then they had to, you know, they, I'm, not sure it was, I'm sure it was a ways away. Maybe a mile down from the base, this place. Mm-hmm. Where they did top secret stuff, I don't know. That nobody they they would not talk about it. Hmm. So, Dad talks about like I remember he t- uh, him talking about when there was the they had uh, the air raids or the sirens would go off, so then they would have to get past. They would have to the civilians would have to be off the base, and so they would wait on the road to the old clear. Um, a friend, yeah. a friend of mine has really great memories of Mr. Pete when he worked as a janitor at the school. Do you know oh, yeah. a little bit about him that you could tell everyone about him? Pete Winchuk. Mm-hmm. Um, I apparently like. I guess he was really well liked at the school. Yeah. He was a very kind, gentle man. Yeah. Yeah. So and and he lo- and I think he loved. 
cleaning the school there. That was his, where he was stationed. Because mm-hmm. they had a few civilian janitors and workers and stuff. Yeah. And my dad was at the barracks. Mm-hmm. Did, the, yeah, mostly. Did Mr. Pete live in Cudworth? Mr. Pete lived on a farm just east of us. Okay. Yeah, they farmed. Mm. So, there was also a, um, a Sharnowski. He was from Cudworth. He would come to our house and him and dad carpooled. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what Mr. Sharnowski did. Mm. But he worked at the base. Because my brother has a story. He said, well, he said he got, he got what you call it, um, trained in language pretty quick because all these guys would swear. <laughs> and we, and I never heard my dad ever swear in the house. But he, my brother said, oh, boy, I sure we learned my language that summer. Because he, he, <laughs> he was like grade maybe 11 when he got to work on the base as this driver this summer. <laughs> And so he would go with Dad and Miss Sharnowski, and there was someone else. And, and holy man, my brother said they would swear, like they would just be swearing left and right talking, like just potty mouth all the way to dinner. <laughs> and back again, too. They'd all get in the same car and come back, and they're all potty mouth. Mm-hmm. And so my brother said, boy, I learned a lot of language that summer. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I never knew my dad could swear like that. Because I, I never, like, yeah, my dad didn't swear in front of us kids anyway. And your uncle, who, your uncle, yeah, well, who was yeah, the commissioner, did he live right in Codworth too? Right. You know what? Because you said that because he was the other one that, he was, yes, he lived in Codworth. So him and Sharnowski would come to our farm and then they would hop or dad would drive or they would drive they took turns mm-hmm. and and then they would all go yeah those are those three yes it was those guys that went went um to the base together and your uncle's name was mike right he was the commissioner yeah, at the mike. gate yeah mike halbera and you said he was there till it closed more or less yeah he yeah. was there yeah and my dad yeah. but my my uncle wasn't there as long as my dad mm-hmm. my uncle got that job maybe he wasn't in there very long maybe five years mm-hmm. five six years he was kept a commissioner well I'm, my dad was there from 1967 i'm sure there'll be a lot yeah. of people who remember them <laughs> yeah i don't mm-hmm. know i don't i don't yeah well the beckmans would mm-hmm. I, that's why i was listening to the beckmans speech i thought well i wonder if if he, you know, the Beckmans would um, remember mm-hmm. my dad. Well, yeah, because they were from Dana, the, Be- mm-hmm. the Beckmans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, so that's what I can remember. I just remember the store, too. I remember going, we would go there every Sunday and buy groceries. Because mm-hmm. I was really in that, those days. It wasn't like stores weren't opened like in this like are like they are now. Mm-hmm. So it was like interesting that the Dana store was opened, mm-hmm. and like you could only I think you need credentials to go shop there. Like mm-hmm. it was pretty proud. Like my dad was pretty proud to work there. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Yeah. Because you had to show your credentials at the gate. You, can't, you yeah. couldn't just go there. Yeah. You couldn't go there willy-nilly. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like you need, needed some sort of credential, I think. Yeah, probably picture ID or something. Yeah, because yeah. I remember my dad was pretty proud that he could go back and forth, that he was part of that community. Yeah. You know, and I, I was pretty proud, too, of my dad. Because then we could go with him. <laughs> you know? His vehicle might have even had a sticker on it saying you go up to base. <laughs> I think so. You know what? Now that you say, like, yeah, these memories, I think, yeah, it was a green sticker. Yeah, I, that's what I'm picturing too, a green sticker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had that sticker on his car. So when they would see that at the gate, they would just wave. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, so they seen the car with the sticker. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. It was a sticker on the car. Yeah, that was, and then they would just go, let's gate and they'd look, mm-hmm. yeah, and they'd let us through, so, I remember going one time, I don't know if I had to do a project in school or what, I spent the day with my dad on the base, but mm. I couldn't go into the mail barracks, <laughs> so then some lady gave me a tour of the ladies' barracks. Oh, neat. Yeah. So then I saw what those rooms looked like in the shower, the communal showers, and what the rooms, they were just like a, just a one-room bedroom, mm-hmm. right, um, with a little closet, mm-hmm. and then there was a communal bathroom showers, and then they had kind of spaces, like a, a living room, mm-hmm. where they shared. But yeah, but I, I couldn't go to the mail barracks. And everything was locked because I remember Dad having keys too. But this lady showed me through that one, hmm. the ladies' barracks. And then I got to eat with Dad for at the kitchen. Uh-huh. You know, the civilians had their own. They sat at one end. I remember. Mm-hmm. But the the people that worked there had their tables mm-hmm. away from the with from the officers or whatever the other the army. Mm-hmm. So they had their own kind of a little space where they could eat. Hmm. And I think I had to buy the meals. Pardon? I can't remember. I, I'm trying to remember if we had to buy the meal, if oh. Dad bought me mm-hmm. a meal or, yeah. It was buffet, I think. You, it, like, you would go, they had fantastic meals. I remember the cheese station, but I have never seen cheese like that like being out in the boonies in the country, like there was like blue cheese. And, and I remember holding my nose like, what is that stinky smell? And it's this blue cheese, like in a great big, like big round thing of cheese. And, and then all these other cheese, like they had a cheese station. They had like just amazing food. <laughs> and then you'd go in and, and you, they would have a list of what they were cooking. If it was hamburgers and a, um, like they had two or four choices. Mm. And you'd say, well, I want that. Mm-hmm. And then they had a amazing salad bar. Like, yeah, they ate good. Wow. <laughs> I remember <laughs> there. But the cheese station was something like, I've never seen cheeses like that. Yeah. They were all over from the world. <laughs> the cheese. So, cool. Yeah, it was, it was a cool place. Very cool place. And the store, too. I love the store. <laughs> It was a small store, but man, did it have stuff. Just packed. Mm-hmm. Everything you wanted. 
Yeah. For the people that live there. And I remember my girlfriend's day. Like, like I, like I remember that they didn't come. There, those kids didn't come to too many functions that we had in Cudworth, but they had their own functions. Like I remember her saying they had their own dances, the school dances. Um, they had moving nights. Like I remember they had lots of activities for those teens on that space. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get to go up to any of them? No, unfortunately, okay. when she did ask me to come, it wasn't on a night where there was something going on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't remember attending a movie night or a, or a dance, mm-hmm. but I remember her talking about them. Mm-hmm. They had their own stuff. So, because I don't remember them attending our stuff. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they just went to school and then back again. Mm-hmm. And I remember an army guy driving the bus. Oh. Yeah. But where they went to school before that, when I was in grade seven, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like all of a sudden they were coming to Cudworth instead of, like, they must have went somewhere else before mm-hmm. Cudworth got them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Those years. And I think, like, you know, I graduated them in the 80s, so I think they still were coming mm-hmm. to Cudworth. that school, we went up to grade six on the base. Mm-hmm. What would have been the population of Cudworth back then? Um, we were a bit, because my graduating class, there were 32 mm-hmm. graduates. Like, we, it, it was, we had a big population in Cudworth. Like, mm-hmm. the school was, was 900 kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was big. Including with the Dana kids, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a booming little town. Has the town population stayed about the same, or it's went up or down since Dana? I think it's probably going down. The the classes, the grad classes are not like that. There are maybe 10 kids now, maybe, Mm -hmm. in grade 12, the graduate, or 12, or 14. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not as big as it used to be, but it's still... You know, fairly nice little town. Yeah. I think it was the school that was the biggest because of Dana mm-hmm. that it grew. The school population, anyway. Because mm-hmm. that bus they had was the biggest bus I have ever seen in my life. And green, not yellow. It, I'm sure it was green. Yeah. It was like. It was not a, It was not like our yellow school buses. Yeah. It was this big honking green, like it was like a dark green bus. It was very, uh, very army-ish bus. Yeah. So it was not a yellow bus. Yeah. So, and they were always known as the base kids. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for talking with us tonight. Yeah, so you were from, you had lived at the base? Yeah, my dad worked there and our family lived on the base. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so what did your dad do? Uh, radar operator. Oh, like right in the dome? Mm-hmm. Like in, 
in the dome park. Yeah. yeah. I remember my dad talking about when they were, like, my dad was, like, he said that was something when those domes came down. He remembers that. That yeah. was something. Mm. When yeah. they, because they took that, those domes off. Mm-hmm. I remember him saying that was something. Yeah. The dismantling of it, it was very upsetting for him. Mm-hmm. He was there at the end. He didn't really talk too much about it, but I remember him now saying that that was something watching them take those domes apart. Yeah, that would have been tough. Oh, because now there's like they took those white domes. Mm hmm. Domes. Which you could see from a far away. <laughs> yeah, like, well, like we lived far away and you could see those domes. Like, you could see them. At certain, you know, especially in the summer, you could just get a hint of, like, if I stood on the, on a, like, by the road, you could see quite a ways down. Yeah. Because we were only, like, maybe 20 minutes from them, mm-hmm. or 25. And you could see them. They were, like, on a hill. Yeah. They towered. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So this will go on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll send you a link. <laughs> I try. Oh yeah, please. I I actually, if I talk to my brother, I did, you know, say that I was talking with you tonight. I haven't heard from him yet, but um, if I do, I'll get yes. you know, please. give him your number, and he can tell you some of the stuff that he remembers. Please do. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for okay. letting me reminisce. Yes, thank I'm you. I'm hoping to remember some of this stuff, too. I'm probably, I'm sure when I hang up, I'll remember more, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of, I just remember, it was a really neat place to, and proud to have it in our area. It was mm. cool. Yeah. And I had very good friends from there. Yeah. Okay, thanks for sharing All right. that. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.